I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Uh-oh. Are we dancing? <laughs> Are we dancing in the air? I don't know what's happening, but I am. Uh, <laughs> new day, same show, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days. Uh, I don't even know what to say. This this episode was jam-packed. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Linda Entry. I am joined by the beautiful, amazing Ashley is back. Hey. And, of course, the fan favorites and I. Hello, guys. Hi. How are you? Hey, What's Linda. happening? Oh, my goodness. This episode had me... <laughs> Just big Ed, just stop talking. That's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, what were your overall thoughts? You know what? I thought this was a great episode. I think everybody's storyline is moving along. Um, The big shocker for me was David. Oh, my God. I just want, I I need to have a discussion with him. So (laughs) what about you, Linda? What did you think? I mean, overall, I thought it was jam-packed. Uh, I go between feeling sorry for David and just like wanting to punch him in his throat, like for real. <laughs> and so I, this episode, I was definitely like, oh, he's in huge denial. And I think that he is angry with himself. And you know, when you're mm. angry with yourself, you can't get past things. And I think Ash had a little bit of that as well. So we'll just like dive right in guys. Let's start with Lisa and Usman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're fighting as usual because that's what they do and I feel like Lisa, Lisa's like a scrapper you ever be in school and there's that one kid's like the scrapper kid that, <laughs> that's, that's Lisa to me so uh, she's saying she wants out she's never gonna let this man be the alpha male uh, she's not gonna be the obedient wife uh, she wants to remember him to remember that they are blending two cultures uh, I would like to also throw in they're blending two different generations. Uh, so there's a lot happening there, right? They go to the courthouse uh, to have a civil ceremony, find out, guess what? Can't do it. Guess why? Because she's been married before. didn't bring her uh, divorce certificate. Plus they have to do um, like a notice of marriage just to make sure that they're not married to anybody else. And someone say, oh, well, that's my husband or my wife or whatever the case may be. So after all that we went through for the last three episodes where they're trying to get the blessing, they come down to the paperwork and they don't have the paperwork done. What did you guys think? <laughs> First off, just give it up. It's signs all around you. Listen to the universe. Look to the sky. It's really in your face. The next time you see a stop sign, that's for you. Stop. <laughs> like, this is not... It's getting pathetic, Okay. First off, you go through all of this and you were trying to blame him for your problem. And it's you. It's the man in the mirror. Like, it's you. You didn't bring the documents. So that's why we're here, back at where we started. That's point number. Somebody else could take it away. (laughs) Um, No, I agree. I agree with Sana. I feel like this was definitely a sign a divine sign that maybe they don't need to be getting married. Um, as far as the, as far as her not having the document or Usman not telling her that she needed the document, last I checked, you have internet service, right? You can hit a quick Google search and find out what you need to obtain a marriage license in another country. He doesn't need to go down to the office to check in or anything like that. So I thought that was a really bad excuse and she was, like you said, Linda, earlier, in her scrappy mood, wanting to place blame on Usman and not take accountability at all. Um, another thing I noticed was that, and we've, we've noticed this episode after episode, um, Usman was saying that he really loves Lisa and wants to go to the United States. But my question to him is like, at what point do you say, I'm not going to be emasculated anymore. I'm not going to be abused anymore because that's what she's doing. This is not even a 50-50 power struggle. She wants to dominate. It's not even like, let me scale back and let him be a man. I, no, no, no. I just want to dominate you, period. So I, I think that at some point, Usman needs to show himself some self-love and self-respect. And, and like we said, take this as a sign and just walk away. Like It's not supposed to happen. Linda, what, what were your thoughts? I agree with you guys 100%. I think that uh, 
part of the problem, like I said, is the generational thing. She's blaming Usman for not telling her to bring the documents that she needed. But like, even if you don't have them right now, go online and friggin' get them sent over, get them scanned and, and, and emailed to you. It's really not that hard. And I just feel like common logic, like, you know, you were married. You have to prove that you're divorced if you want to get remarried. I think that that's like in any, any place. And I could be wrong, but I don't think so. So why would you not bring those documents? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, how old are you? You're like a 50 plus grown woman. Like, yeah. act like one. The 30 something year old shouldn't be telling you what you need. You should be able to mm-hmm. know as a grown ass woman what you Have need your to do. There you go. That's it. And, 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 and also, it's, yeah. And also, you know, this is why I say when you date out of your race, out of your culture, you have to be open into knowing everything about their culture too and I feel like she she's always in the whirlwind like she doesn't understand this is not America okay they don't play they don't play in his country you have to come with a b c d and e f g and you have to be a certain way I mean she had to basically pull teeth for her blessing I mean just give it up just give it up (laughs) well more to your point Sana she um she definitely should consider his culture but i think she makes it blatantly clear that she doesn't have respect for his culture she especially this episode she was really complaining about what the government office looked like who does that that is it was just like beyond disrespectful i was like actually Mm -hmm. disgusted watching it like really don't go that's like going into someone's home and turning your nose up and she was so joyful to be leaving like I'm so happy to be leaving the only good part about this was your mom and your your brother but I think she is probably lying about that too exactly yeah she did say that she was not impressed with his hometown which I thought was so rude and that she was Mm -hmm. ready to go and I mean but that just goes to her class and her character in my opinion like yeah she just doesn't have respect for other things and she doesn't even have respect for herself because you don't need to uh, present yourself in that way and be so disrespectful to things that you're not you're not used to I think it's rude that's all I think she's rude and that's... and it's unfortunate for her that's... um let's move on to Rosemary and Ed because they had a I feel like they had a breakthrough in their relationship <laughs> so um <laughs> First and foremost, uh, Ed complaining again. They are going swimming, but he doesn't want to swim in the ocean because he doesn't like the sand. He prefers to swim in the pool. Um, and he sits her down after they go swimming. And that swimming, I don't know about you guys, but I like I cringed a little bit. Like it was, like a, I don't know. I didn't feel like it was fun for either of them. It was more like awkward in the pool. And then they quickly jump out and they quickly put their clothes on. Yeah do that because that's how you guys were making me feel um, <laughs> so then ed tells her that he doesn't want any more kids and again like i said last week he always makes it a huge deal like we need to talk i need to talk to you uh don't want more kids and by the way i'm going to get a vasectomy and rose's face just dropped rosemary's face just dropped uh because she said from the very beginning that she's wanted two kids she told them before she said uh, why didn't you tell me before you came here? Why didn't you tell me um, via like text when we first started mm-hmm. talking? Because I told you from the very beginning, my dream is to have two more kids, to have a better life for myself and for Prince. Um, and then he's like, well, I only have enough love and money for you and Prince. And her face was just like, she like literally, she could have given him the finger. She really would have. Um, and then she's like, well, I just need to think about it. So I guess they went to bed. Fast forward the next day. She's nowhere to be found. He can't find her. And then she comes strolling out of nowhere. Uh, woke up early. And, you know, she gave him the business. Like, she was like, I'm irritated with you. I'm disappointed. I want kids. Why didn't you tell me before uh, you came here? You're the liar. You lied about your height. You did the STD test. You talked about this mouthwash and the toothpaste. You're always embarrassing me, you said. Um, you think I'm want, I want your money and I don't, I'm done. I was like, see this pen, pretend it's a mic. I was like, mic drop. <laughs> I, the whole time, all I could say was period because she gave him the business. She really let him know. 
I am not the one, not the two. So don't play with me, big or small, Ed. That's what she made him feel like. She told him, you know, you're rude. Point blank, period. And I'm so glad she really was tough enough to tell him because that's a lot, you know, because you have to know, she had to know within herself, when I tell this man off, I'm risking everything. So just forget about America because that isn't going to happen. And I love the self-respect. I love that she told him the business and she didn't care how he felt after it because it was the truth. Ashley? Um, so I think that uh, Rosemary, I was glad she got all of that off her chest. I'm not sure how honest though she was being about not wanting him for his money. Mm. That was a huge <laughs> attraction for her. And she's backtracking now what she said initially. She wanted a good life for her and Prince. I'm not judging either way, but let's be honest here, Rosemary. That's not, you know, you wanted him for the coinage. Let's not, let's not put. So um, now as far as Big Ed not telling her about the vasectomy prior to um, coming to the Philippines, I definitely would have charged him up for that. Like he deserved to be cussed out. But one thing about Rosemary that concerns me, this is the second time this has happened. Her level of anger is like, it's frightening for me personally. It's like, it's, it feels like a little extreme for the circumstances. It's in the eyes. It's Does in, it's it? the eyes. When, when she looks at Big Ed, I put that in my notes. So when she looks at Big Ed, it's like a death stare, like lasers are about to come out of her eyes. That's why I said she is not playing with him. I don't think she likes him. Like, I don't think she, Yeah, no. I don't think she loves him. I don't think she likes him. I think the whole reason for her, the, the, the main part of the attraction was the financial aspect, regardless of what she says now, I think a lot of it was the financial aspect. And, um, but the reality of him is, is outweighing that at this point. And enough, uh, two other things really quick. Big Ed, shame on him for dating a younger woman thinking that you weren't going to have to, you know, give her kids. Like, you can't like the idea of dating a young tenderoni and not expect her to want certain things like children. And don't think that you're going to talk her out of it because you, you can't. You just can't do it. Um, and Linda, you go. I have one last point and I lost it, but I'll, I'll hopefully I remember it by the time you're done. I mean, I'm just going to be straight up with you ladies. I think that uh, she's mad and she has the death stare because let's be real. She had a game plan and her game plan was to have a better life. And she stuck with a guy that she's not attracted to. She probably mm. slept with him and decided, hey, you know what? I wasted, you know, open up my legs to this fool. And he's telling me now that he doesn't want to have kids. And I've endured what she says is embarrassment where, yeah, he's been embarrassing her on national TV, talking about her home and how she lives and her breath. And it's constantly STDs. It's constantly something that he's saying about her. So I would be giving the death there too. If I know now that the end result, I, you know, I had to put up with you and, and, and wear the bikini and look at this, stupid lingerie and all this stuff when the end goal is I'm not going to get the end goal which is to come to America and have a better life for herself and her son so I get that death stare that she's doing agreed so my my final point for them was I'm a little and this is considering that the rumor is true about um her now being engaged to a woman she made such a huge deal about this baby situation and that's not to say that if she's with a woman, they can't adopt and things like that. But I'm like, if that was so such a huge deal for you to conceive, you know, two other children, going to, I, I don't know, it just something doesn't seem right. Something seems off about that, that whole situation. Yeah, I hear what we'll you say. We'll see yeah. what happens. We'll see, we'll what, see happens. what happens. Maybe she'll adopt or maybe she'll um you know there's there's procedures they can go through for that but i don't know plus girl she's young she's in her early 20s she's got a ton of time she'll probably meet a ton more people and yeah. you know have a baby in five to ten years she still has a yeah. ton of time yeah. in front of her, so she ain't mad she she's living her best life 
let's move on to Stephanie and Erica. Uh, this couple <laughs> and this this whole situation, uh, this episode actually brought a tear to my eye. And it brought a tear to me, my eye because you really do see how why Erica is, is I find her in her relationship able to communicate. And I think that she really is like that bubbly, let's have fun type of person. Mm -hmm. And then you meet her uh, parents, Simon and Jane, and you see why they're loving parents. And we only saw them for a snippet, but wow. Like this is a big moment for their daughter. She's coming out, she's nervous. And, you know, Stephanie's making her nervous too. And telling her like, you have uh, bigger balls than me because I couldn't do it. Um, all of this stuff. She comes out and her dad was amazing. Her mom was amazing. They're like, as long as you're happy, uh, we're happy. A lot of people live their lives uh, to be pleasing everyone else, but not themselves. So like, just do it. Just be happy. And, and what I thought was great as well is that when the dad was asking, like, how, how have you been? Like, how's your time been? And Erica kept saying, you know, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. Stephanie's like, we're having a good time. And he's like, no, looking directly at his daughter, not we, you, how <laughs> you been doing, right? And I just thought that that was really special. Like, they really care about their daughter. They love their daughter. What did you guys think? It was no, great I to think see. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it was great to see. Because also, my favorite part is when the mom was like, I knew, like, you're my daughter. I'm still going to love you. Like, it's okay. And yeah. I felt, you know, that to be pretty cool and that she already knew. Because some people, you know, when they say um, they're coming out and their parents kind of, and it's always usually the mother sometimes that has that little instinct, like, oh, they know. And the fact that she was so um, receptive and just accepting of her was really nice to see, too. And I think it gave Stephanie maybe just a little bit of courage to probably do it, too. Yeah, I was going to say thing. I say the same thing. I think Stephanie, um, her witnessing how positive um, Erica's parents were and such a, you know, how they gave such a positive response to her given, uh, coming out of the closet and giving them her truth. Um, I think that gave Stephanie a confidence boost to come out to her family, which I'm sure we'll see in the next episode. But overall, like you said, Linda, Erica's parents were gems. They were really nice people. And um, I could see why Eric is so free spirited and fun loving. So I like them. They're like yeah. they they're like Corey and uh, Corey's parents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree. I don't think that uh, Stephanie's going to come up though, because I just I don't think she's bisexual. So I'll be shocked this next <laughs> right. week. She or comes she might do anybody. it in the behind the scenes. Tell her mom, mom, I was lying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, I think that uh, it was a good sign for those two uh, moving forward, and we'll see what happens with them. Let's move on to Yolanda. Oh. Uh, yeah, exactly. Let's all do <laughs> the proverbial sigh because she's a hot mess. So uh, her daughter, Kara, and son, Demonte, they did this reverse image search, find out that it's a stock photo. Uh, Yolanda doesn't want to believe it. So ask them to try another one. Guess what? That one's a stock photo as well. Uh, Kara says, you know, you're being catfish. This is not the person who you think she, he is. Um, her kids are like, it's time to cut the ties and move on. You're beautiful. You lost weight. You have confidence now. Like just move okay, on. What does Yolanda want to do? No, she still wants to talk to him. She's not sure. She's being catfished. And I'm like, so what part are you not sure about right now? Like, seriously, what part? You, what part? You talk to him. He doesn't have a British accent. You've, he, he's not responding to the numerous texts that you've, you've sent him. He deleted his Instagram page. He sent you a threatening email that you, like, girl, stop it. Just stop it. What did you guys think? I think Lynn. she needs... Go ahead, Sana. Uh, oh, I was going to say, Linda, I am screaming at, like, literally, if I could scream laughing right now at you describing it, I would, because that was me. I'm like, give it up. Just give it up. I don't know who needs to give it up more, her or David, and I feel bad. I know, Linda, you're going to come at me for feeling bad. I know you're going to get me, but I just... <laughs> 
bad. Like she really genuinely feels this is him. And I feel like she's going to go get a plane ticket to go and confirm it herself. Where like, would she how- go to? So now what where would she fly to? <laughs> where is she going? She, she don't even know where she's going. <laughs> she can't even name an airport anywhere in London. She or Nigeria, sort of, probably. She doesn't know no. where she's going. So what flight? <laughs> where? <laughs> Sana doesn't even know. Sana can't even answer for her. Sana can't answer for her. Yolanda Actually, is, what did you think? Yolanda is ridiculous. She's just... I, I want to have... Initially, I had that soft spot for her in my heart but she has a solid support system she has kids that care a lot about her they're walking her through this process and kind of painting the picture for her holding her hand painting the picture mom you're being catfish she is choosing to be ignorant and for lack of better words stupid in this situation it's a choice at this point and my thing to her is give it up Yolanda like you're making yourself look real crazy on camera but it made while I was watching this episode it made me think back to the stories the news stories that we were talking about um at the beginning of the season where we kind of thought that Yolanda knew that those stock photos were stock photos of um William so now I'm a little confused like did she know did she not know if she is she in fact putting on for the camera or is she really just naive to the whole situation there's no way. There's no way that she's this naive. There's, I think, there's just there's just no way. I feel bad for laughing, so I shouldn't have laughed so hard. But <laughs> moral of the story is that I really do think that she doesn't know. It, it, look at her reactions. I okay. mean, guys, her reactions are just so like oh, like it's not him. Like I wanted to literally hold her and hug her when she said try it again and then she wanted to try another photo <laughs> like you felt, you felt sad for her yes. oh. like legit I feel bad like I really want to give her a hug because this is just like it's just getting so pathetic and her daughter was just pissed her daughter was upset the entire time of showing her because she's just like you don't like you she's like you don't see this like you don't see this for what it is so so yeah I, I i mean okay so here's my thing girls mm-hmm. and, and uh, chime in whenever you want but like i feel like is there like a common sense gene that is missing in this situation for both her and david it's <laughs> like i gotta tell you and i think it was you and i last week that talked about the 14 day rule i think it should be implemented especially when you're dating online like how you date for months and months and months and you don't ever see that person's face. Like, I can't comprehend that. I really can't. And then to say that you've been in this long-term relationship with someone you've never met. I've said this for years now about this show. I just don't get it. So what am I missing? So look, I'm glad you said that, Linda, because I want to propose this to our audience and, or to who, yeah, to our audience to whomever is watching, listening. If you guys know the psych- the psychology behind what's going on with Yolanda and David, let us know. Hop in the comments. Hop in the live chat. Let us know. There's <clears throat> got to be some kind of, there's, there's an issue going on, like some kind of mental issue that's happening with them. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just interested in my, for myself, like what is actually happening with them? I think there's she just wants to be loved. It's the, it, it. Just real quick, you know, I think it's the wanting to be loved because everybody on this earth, no matter how crazy you are, everyone wants to be loved and cared for. So I think, you know, her extent is just so, she's just, until she gets it, because she doesn't want. But how do we just, that's fine. You're right. Everybody on this earth does want to be loved. How do you justify the delusion? At what point does it, do you say, you know, I'm going to find love over there? I'm going to find love down the way at the Mandalay Bay in the casino. You know what I mean? Her and David. So I just want to address the live chat really quick. Um, Gina B said she's been married for so long and newly single and probably very naive. That's a good point, Gina. Um, 
Just Sheldon says she's playing herself. Selwonk says she thinks we are fools. And he also said Yolanda is playing us all. Could be. And uh, Gina Dean also said she's willfully ignorant. Yeah, I think it's more of that. I think that she is lying to herself. And I think that, you know, part of it too is it's like um, being secure with yourself. Like here's this gorgeous man. We all can admit this guy is a gorgeous looking man. He's a fitness guy. And, and to have that feeling that that guy's into her, I am sure helps boost her self-esteem. And so I don't think that she wants to let go of that. I think that that's part of it. Um, she talked about a lot earlier in the season how she used to be overweight and, and not have um, confidence and all of this stuff. So I think she's wrapped up her sense of self in uh, someone that she finds attractive, finding her attractive. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but, and I think her kids know that too, because that's why they were trying to build her up. Like you're a great woman. You've got a lot to offer. And I feel more so, I guess I feel like I'm being a little bit harder on her because she has that strong support system. I feel like with, uh, David, he's, you know, I'm, he's just as guilty, but he doesn't have that strong support system like she does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, let's move on to Varya and Jeffrey. So we have mm -hmm. Varya and Jeffrey. They're camping. They both seem a lot more relaxed with each other. They actually seemed really lovey-dovey in this episode. Uh, they go uh, and get Banya, which is a Russian uh, tradition uh, spa house where you get naked. And then they use the leaves to... They, I'm doing this. They slap your body and it's supposed to like uh, relax your body almost like as if you were getting a massage uh, yeah. in the midst of a steam room. Um, and then part of that was, uh, I called it the beating with the bushes and then the hat that uh, controls the head so that you don't get all hot in your head and your body can take the steam more. Uh, and then they go swimming in the lake naked, which I thought was funny, guys. I don't know if you saw it because they were supposed to be like, quote unquote naked but then when they cut to jumping into the lake you could see that Varya had a bikini on so I thought that that was funny um and then they come out and they start talking and she still feels a little uncomfortable about his past uh but he's like you know I came either to propose to you or not to propose uh she's like I'm looking for my soulmate then she says what I thought was interesting that he quote unquote dazzles her. Uh, he, she thinks that he's kind and sweet. They grab some drinks. Uh, he says that you're my soulmate. And right at the very end, he proposes. Now, what I thought was crazy about him is that <clears throat> did you guys see how or hear how he kept saying, this is romantic, right? This is romantic, yeah. right? He said it like two or three times. I was like, who are you trying to convince, her or yourself? Yeah. Thoughts, ladies? Well, I we definitely want to... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just say I definitely want to go to that Russian spa, number one. Gotta go there. And <laughs> two, I mean, the whole... It just... I'm just confused with this couple. Because at first, wasn't she just interrogating him, making him feel like he... like? She he couldn't hang with her because of his criminal background, and then now they're just back lovey dovey. So I don't know where they. I don't know this. This relationship is very hot and cold to me. Ashley, I mean, I think she. I think she naturally probably processed what the information she told he told her, and she got over it. And now we see them in a much, like you said, Linda, much better space. They're very lovey-dovey. She was feeling the chemistry. I could feel the chemistry through the camera. I was like, okay, they're really feeling each other. They like each other. So, I mean, I'm here for it. I was, I was happy to see the proposal now. I mean, I should probably say this for predictions, but I'll just say it now. I don't think she's going to be able to get over his past. I don't, I, I'm still writing for Mary. I want homegirl Mary and jo Jeffrey to be together because I feel like she can handle it. I don't think Varya is cut out for that kind of situation. She was raised in a, you know, with a nice mom, not, not to say that Mary wasn't, but you know, nice family background, nice clean cut family. And she needs to kind of just stick to that traje traje 
trajectory. <laughs> and I don't know that he's really the man for her for long-term success. What do you think? I mean, I want to agree with you and I don't want to like spoiler alert. So if you guys are listening or, or watching us and don't want to hear this, cover your ears right now, but uh, I don't think they're together anymore. And, and they're not together in my opinion, because you see all over social media, him running amok, acting a fool, going live with like random chicks, doing TikToks with random chicks, uh, commenting on other women all over his, his social media all the time. Uh, so I don't think that they're even together. And so I agree with you. I think that he proposes. Um, and when we get into news and gossip, I will, I have like, I have something to say about this. So I agree with you. I don't know if she's necessarily cut out to be with him and she doesn't know his full criminal background. She knows one small part of it. Uh, so I don't know. I've not, I've not been a team Varya and Jeffrey for since the beginning. So Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we will see for sure. Let's move on to Ash and Avery. So, oh, this dude. Okay, so <sighs> Ash walks off. Uh, he feels that Avery has stripped him down and attacked him. He feels patronized. Uh, he feels that she's mean and she... He says, why do you hurt me? His ego was already hurt and she was like kicked him down. Uh, he feels attacked uh, and then goes on and on and on. You strip me down as a man. I don't know how to act now. My heart is broken. All of this stuff. And I was like, this is some manipulative BS. Okay. Yeah, your ego is hurt because you messed up. You held a seminar. You didn't know what you were talking about. And guess what? The women at your seminar completely called you out for it and you couldn't hang. And then your girlfriend tells you, hey, like, let's talk about this. Do you believe these sexist things that you're saying are true? And that makes you feel attacked? No, your, your ego is bruised because you messed up. You got called though, and you look like a fool, in, in my opinion. What do you ladies think? So now you can go, because I'm sure my opinion is <laughs> completely <laughs> different than both of you guys. Well, I just want to say, first off, he is on total defense mode. He is just being manipulative, like you said, Linda, and just turning it all back on her like she's the one who told you to say these crazy things in front of a group of people and charge them that i mean that she this is not her fault she just simply is trying to tell you one thing and he's just going off like he can't take constructive criticism and to me it's just this is her big sign and she needs to run opposite of stop she needs to go and just leave him alone yeah, I want I do want to say this. I think that uh, she's been since she's been there, like she said, she's been trying to ask him the hard questions, and he's always danced around it. I think that this was an opportunity for her to ask him the hard questions, but in a different way. I think that what Ash needed after seeing this episode was he needed his hand held a little bit. And his ego stroked. And then in that, she would have been able to also talk about what the real issues are. Does that make sense? Because he's one of those people that he's <laughs> one of those people that clearly being direct to him and saying like like confronting him with the issues are is not his style. And I think that with any of us, like let's say us, we're hosts and we bomb on a day, it's hard to then hear back, hey, you know what? You sucked. You sucked, and if I already know that I sucked and you're telling me I sucked, then I'm already going to be defensive. But if you say, hey, you know what? That probably didn't go as well as you thought. Let's talk about it. And they get their feelings out in that, yeah, okay, I understand. I could have probably done this better. I could have probably done that better. You know, the sugar is better than salt kind of argument. I think it's like that. Ashley? Yes. No, you, you hit the nail on the head as far with, with my, my perception and perspective of what happened. I think that Avery's 
delivery could have been better. Let's look, let's look past the nonsense Ash was talking during the seminar. We, I think we all unanimously agree that what he was saying was crazy. But I think that um, Avery could have used kid gloves with him when explaining to him like, hey, this is why they felt this way. This is why you got the reaction that you got. But she was kind of, she was pretty critical of him. Not to say it wasn't deserved, but I think in that moment, he was still fresh and fragile. And like you said, Linda, sometimes you can sit and have a conversation with your girlfriends and their perceptions might be a little off. Like, hey, you know, you might want to rethink that, you know, look, look at it from this angle, look at it from that angle. She could have really, they could have put their heads together and she could have helped him, you know, come to a better uh, realization of what he was saying and change his, hopefully change his perspective, shifted his perspective a little bit. And then make, if, if he, based on that conversation, then make the judgment if this is somebody that I want to move forward with or not, based on how he responds to it. But she's got to take some level of responsibility for her approach. And if we look at it as a whole, she's kind of, she's all, she does complain about what he does a lot. There's trust issues. Nothing's ever good enough for her in terms of, um, I feel like she, she'll, how do you say this? She'll express a concern and he'll do something to try to fix it but it still never seems enough. So I think his response in this episode was kind of him just being done with her altogether, just fed up, tired of trying and, you know, just annoyed. I think they were both equally annoyed, but I'm not necessarily team Avery. I, I, I don't love the way that she spoke. She was talking to him. I think that you need to show some love and some compassion. We're all humans. We're all growing. Our perspectives change. He made a mistake. Be loving to to him, just like you would want somebody to do to you. That's my thought. Yeah, I mean, I I I agree with a lot that you're saying. I do, however, think that he has he manipulates, and I think that he turned this into him being a victim. Um, I just think that both of their approaches are wrong. I, I think that she could have come at it differently, and he definitely was trying to twist this, which was just not I think I think as much as, if, if we're going to say that he was being manipulative, I think she was too. What? I think she talk, absolutely. I think she talks, I think she talks to him like a piece of crap a lot. And then she's like, oh, well, I was just, I was just voicing my opinion. It's not always what you say is how you okay. say it. And her approach is off. And, and instead of saying, you know what, taking a step back and looking at it, like, you know, I was a little harsh. I could have been softer and kinder to him. I understand that he's a grown man, but he's still a human being. I He's still a human being. And she would want somebody to treat her a little bit nicer if she messed up and had an embarrassing moment, an embarrassing public moment. Well, let's do this. Let's... Uh... Give it to the live chat. We'll give it to the comments. You guys, let us know what you think about Avery and Ash. And if they are both in the wrong, they're both in the right, let us know in the comments. Let's move on to David. Uh, David's back in Vegas. And I like to say he's back with his cubic zirconia. Uh, seven years, four times stood up. Uh Thought she was the one, which I'm just so confused by. Uh, thought it was a real relationship, which I'm so confused by. His friend Jim uh, is trying to talk to him, saying, like, what what happened? Like, what do you think what ha happened? You guys should just cut this out. Um, then he says that she didn't show up because she's shy. And I was like, G-T-F-O-H. Right. Uh, you, guys, you know what that means. I was just like, she didn't show up four times in seven years and you've been paying a hundred thousand dollars in chats and she's shy. Stop it. Uh, then he wants to hire a private investigator. He gets his friend Victoria involved. She translates. And then he wants to say that the investigator is lying and that uh, Lana is not getting paid for like, I'm shaking my head. Cause this is so stupid. Um, it's not getting paid for, the chats that she's having with him and that uh, the investigator who says it's a scam, he's like, no, you're lying. Um, the investigator says that she, there's a bunch of different accounts with a bunch of different names, same pictures. 
And he says, well, no, they stole the pictures and those are fake accounts. Okay, so how do you know that those are fake accounts and your account is not the fake one that you're paying for, homie, that you've never even seen and talked to her, but you've only chatted with her via this one specific website that you're paying for? That's it. That's all I have to say about them. Mm. You know, Lana is the ultimate hustler. She is hustled this man out of how much? 100K? I don't know what percentage she gets out of that, but we know she's getting a percentage. And she um, is still keeping him on a leash. Like he's still on the, she iced him, ghosted him, ignored him, and he still wants to talk to her. Yeah, I'm over I it. I mean, tonight, what do you it, think? It's wrong, but it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's 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 really do- it's getting crazy, and I know some people are like, "Well, what about Yolanda?" But I think this is a little bit different. He he continues to go years and years, and you still have not seen this one. Like it's not even a woman. How do you know it's not even a man? It's- <laughs> How do you know it's not somebody just controlling it and it's a man behind the whole thing and. All he has to do is tell you, hi, honey, and he's head over heels or just like XO, just two letters. If it's that easy to get 100K, man. Seriously, like, we're, all, we're all in the wrong business, clearly. Man. Listen, <laughs> clearly. Like, he's just, yeah. just getting tired. The story is tired. I feel bad for him still because it's just like he wants love so bad and it's just, he he's not getting it. I got yeah, but at the same time, he also needs to take responsibility. Because he does. You can't say you want one thing and then when it's presented to you in a way that you don't like, then all of a sudden you don't want to hear it. So right. you can't yeah. be like, oh, that it's over. She lied to me and all of this stuff. And in the same breath, someone's telling you, Yeah, you're right. She did lie. She's a scammer. And then you'd be like, No, she's not. She loved me in this bit. It was real. Very true. Very that, true. That, um, that was call, so hard. We call situations like that with David, and well, we call David an ask hole. Those are people that ask for opinions, ask for facts, but don't want to accept the truth when it's you know presented to them. He just, I was, I, I think I was like in shock when first of all, I was shocked when he wanted the the PI. I was like, what? At this point, you need to move on. But I was even more so shocked, like you girls were saying, that he just didn't want to believe when when the guy told him that, you know, um, Lana, or, yeah, Lana had multiple accounts. That was just mind boggling to me. And I, I really feel like he needs, he might need a therapist to talk. This is, this, this runs deep. He needs a therapist to talk this through. Yeah, because he's about to get his feelings hurt real quick uh, yeah. after I saw that preview. Let's go on to uh, Darcy. And Darcy's giving her key back to Tom, the key to his heart. Uh, She's going to mail it back to him because it doesn't belong in America, which I thought was the best line ever. Uh, She's going to start over again. Meanwhile, Tom is in New York having a drink. He says he's feeling calm. Uh, He's going to go and focus on his future. He calls, um, what is Shannon Mm -hmm. in Toronto? And what I thought was interesting is that he said, she's like, so did you have any feelings come up about Darcy? And he's like, well, the only feeling I had was I felt sorry for her. But last week he was telling us that he loved her. He said it two times. I still love Darcy. I'm in love with Darcy. And then you flip it next week or I don't know how long, but the following episode, all of a sudden you just feel sorry for her. Like you're a liar. So you are also not taking responsibility for your actions because he says that he didn't feel like he hid the situation from Darcy. He doesn't feel like he cheated on her. He just didn't tell her. Well, that that's cheating. That's the definition of cheating. What do you ladies think? He knows what it is. And he's the definition of salty too. He literally knows that he's messed up with Darcy and she's not playing his games anymore. And she's done. And yep. it's no way he can come back from this. So now he feels like, oh, okay, dang. And of course, he's going to tell his new, um, his new, his new girl for the for the month or whatever, you know, about 
oh, I didn't have feelings. I just feel sorry for her. He's trying to act all macho. But we all see through it, Tom. You're not fooling anyone. And especially when Shannon watches this episode, she's going to see how full of it you are, too. I don't have respect for people like that. Be a man, say how you feel, and have that same energy that you had in the beginning. There you go. Ashley? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we know Tom is is full of it. I mean, there's... Tom foolery. Yeah, Tom Foolery. This is my Tom Tom Foolery Smith, whatever his last name is. But no, he he was definitely playing games with Darcy. He definitely cheated, and he's playing games with this girl, this new girl. But I think that they have more of a friendship. They do have a romantic connection, but I think they have more of a friendship. And she's going to accept whatever he's dishing out. If, if Shannon, she's Shannon, yeah. Oh, he's moved on from her. He's got a new girlfriend. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, see my Tom like Foolery. Said, the, the flavor of the month. There you go. It's the flavor Girl. of the month. So. Girls, this was a jam-packed episode. Uh, let's quickly do some shout-outs from the live chat. Uh, and yeah, I'll give a couple of new gossip, and then we'll go from there. Okay, live chat is so lit. 133 people. If everyone could just scroll up, give us a thumbs up, you guys. We appreciate you guys. We have Gina B, Gina Dean, Raydella Lewis, Carrie Hughes, Casey Hayner, Reasons Deranged, Missy. Uh, let's see here, Rosie Cheeks, Just Sheldon. You guys got it popping tonight. Like, I love it. A lot of funny comments in here, uh, but we are going to move on to news and gossip. Thank you guys all for watching. Yay. Uh, I do want to shout out uh, Love and Life 54, Terry Marco, Frizzy, L5, and Overheken from Norway. Like, thank you so much for watching our show from Norway. Uh, Let's get into some news and gossip. I wanted to talk a little bit about Erica. Erica posted on her Instagram, beautiful photo of herself. And her hashtag or her comment was, really insightful for a lot of people it says back on my beat party for one so people are speculating Mm. that she's single uh no longer Mm. together uh with stephanie so we'll see how it plays out i do think that that's a true case uh true story uh tell all team so uh friday by tlc which is a, a online blogger account has reported that jeffrey and varia were not part of the tell-all which was filmed remotely this past weekend so there's a lot of stuff that's coming out for the tell-all that's spilling out already so that goes to what i'm saying to you guys about them not being together they weren't part of the tell-all and if we have a little bit of time we do have a video where um jeffrey has been going live like drunk ass like you guys would not believe like constant right. so i'm gonna let that play for a little bit and be silent uh for like 30 seconds so you guys can get a understanding of how messy jeffrey is being online all right so definitely make sure to check that part out and last but not least uh, i wanted to talk about big ed so Big Ed is getting dragged through social media right now. His accuser of um, like sexual misconduct. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll just say misconduct. Uh, she has posted another video and we'll try to drop it in the comment section so you guys can see it. But what Big Ed is doing is trying to hype his own self up he posted a letter apparently from a nine-year-old girl said that says dear big ed you're my favorite person on 90 fiance we love your dog it goes on to say they were she was uh, upset that he wasn't on last week's episode uh she's nine years old and her and her mom and her sister watched 90 day fiance because of him and he's getting trolled because first of all he posted the entire letter from a nine-year-old uh to his his page but people are saying that he wrote the letter himself. <laughs> I know you lying. 
I know you lying to me right the now. The gag is he probably used, like, if he's right-handed, he probably uses left hand, so it looks like a kindergarten. Like child's writing. Right. I just, and the stickers on it, the whole nine yards. <laughs> so he's being dragged through the mud because of that. Um, so, yeah. Guys, that's going to be our news and gossip for the week. Let's get into some quick predictions. Quick predictions. Later. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, Ashley, prediction, go. Um, I'm going to say that Ash and Avery are not going to make it. That's just my overall prediction. I just don't think they're compatible. I don't think that they're going to last for the long run. Um, I'm hoping that David finally gets some kind of um, light bulb realizes that yeah that Lana is not a Lana's <laughs> not reality, and I hope the same for Yolanda as well. Tonight, now I think Yolanda is somehow, some way going to get on a plane because she wants answers um, to whomever the person is. I think she's gonna. <laughs> She might pull well, a David. She might pull I a David. I feel like she's going to get a prep, right, get a private investigator, find everything out, get the names, numbers, IP addresses, and I think that she is going to go and pull up. Mm. <laughs> pull up, uh, Yolanda. Girl, go for it. I, I'll see that in a heartbeat. Uh, I think that uh, Stephanie is not going to come out to her mom like Erica came out. Uh, I think that they're not going to last. Um, I think this next episode, although we had like a great few episodes where they were getting along, I think it's going to flip this next episode. I don't think that they're going to be in harmony as much. Uh, I think that Yolanda's daughter is going to have enough of her and say, that's it, that's all, and hire that private detective <laughs> and find out that this dude is some scammer somewhere halfway across the world. And it's a wrap. Like her, her daughter's face this episode was like, you're done. I'm done. We're going to wrap this up, mom, because you are in denial. Those are my thoughts, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We love having yes. you. We have moved our time. So it's Monday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tell a friend, subscribe, like, what, however you watch us. Just make sure you're here Mondays at 8 p.m. now. Uh, you can find me all across social media at Linda is so girly. Ashley, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie. And Sanaa? You can find me on Instagram at I am underscore S-A-N-A underscore. Till next week, guys. Have a fabulous week. Stay quarantined, stay safe, wash your hands, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye, everyone. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.